For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the Man Shake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Man Shake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation, and I think almost 10 years in that games meeting. But I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and you can become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating, which you can now do on Spotify, and give us a written review. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, podcast.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Take two, Max. Take yeah, two. Yeah, feeling a little deja vu -y. It is a little bit. So for those who don't know, uh, we attempted to record this episode on Friday night before this goes up on a Monday uh, with the idea of streaming it live on Twitch like we normally do. But for some reason, my internet just straight shat the bed. It didn't want to upload a thing. So I had to can that and it was too late in the night. So like, let's just push it to tomorrow. So we, we've now moved it a day forward. We're now recording on the Saturday and just to play it safe. We ain't streaming it today. <laughs> Some, it could be the heat. It could be anything. But my PC and my internet had nothing to do with that. Uh, they just didn't want nothing to do with the internet. I, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Because it is the heat. It is hot. Even at 9 o'clock at night in this room, even sweating balls. Yeah, well, it's currently 31 degrees in this room. So I don't know what it is in this room, but I'm sure it's gross. So aside from sweating, I'm, I'm, I'm pleasant. How are you, Max? Really good. It has yeah. been. It's been a good weekend. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Apart from my, uh, I mean, my wife's had a rough day. My my kid, my 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 butt head of a kid decided to wake up at five a.m. and then not nap throughout the day. So she's for those playing at home. It's about nine p.m. here now, recording time. Hadley only just fell asleep thirty minutes ago. She's been up since five a.m. That's tough for a two-year-old, man. That's a that's a long day. It's a long, long day. And like we and like we had been out today. We went went to some shopping. We got her some more Duplo because she's having a real Duplo kick at the moment. I bought a got a I got a new one of those Lego Iron Man heads to to put together. To yeah. Put up on and it's gonna be sweet. And Ellie got nothing because oh. mum's always miss out, man. Mum, mum missed Mum's missed out. Yeah. Mum's always out. miss out. It's a damn shame. So. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How's how's your day been? My your day, been? Yeah, my day was pretty good. Um, we we gallivanted up into Melbourne, uh, into the uh, northern suburbs, out in Eltham uh, area for a friend's wedding rehearsal. Uh, went and saw some family. Uh, did some did some 
general shopping, picked up some goods, went to Costco. I always love going to Costco. Now, your your wife got mad at me. Because oh, I, I said that oh, next man. time I go to Costco, I will bring you and, and, and Ellie. And this was a kind of a lot. Because like, so I don't, my account expired. Um, I was using my father's. Uh, and I was like, hey, I'm going, I'm going to Costco with my dad. What do you want? And she essentially responded with, fuck you. She's like, uh, I wanted to come, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to renew it and I'll take you for a, for a trip because like it's it's really just the same shit but in more. And that's yeah. fun. And like, especially with yourself, like a, a family, you know, it's handy to have more. Like it's easy, especially when it comes to like cleaning supplies and like, you know, like nappies and just shit that like is good. You're just like, I'm going to buy more of this because it's easier and I can freeze some of it. And like, sometimes it's cheaper. Sometimes it's about the same. It's just more about the quantity than the cost, but it yeah. varies on, on what you're looking for. But the amount of just nonsense bullshit that they have as well makes it so much fun. Like, why would what you, why can I buy a chandelier? Why would I need to buy a chandelier? But I can at Costco. One thing I did for you, did forget to mention, I got boosted today. Hey, how you feeling? Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, see, I got boosted as well. I got boosted a couple of weeks my, ago. Nothing. My, my, my arm's a little sore, but that's because my kid like dropped on it this afternoon while I was lying on the floor. Kids are di- disrespectful to the vaccine. Disrespectful. But um, other than that, it was fine. Well, the real question is the vaccine, uh, has it hurt, it hurt your gaming hand, your gaming arm? Is it, can you still? Nah, I'm fine. You're still fine? fine? So what has it, what games has it not hindered you playing this week? Well, this week, well, it's funny. So we did the, obviously you mentioned we did this last night and, you know, I said all the, all the things, you know, I've been playing, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. I've been playing that, that, you know, the games that I'm still constantly playing. I'm still playing Diablo 2. I'm still playing Rocket League. But today, out of the blue, I kind of, one of my, one of my friends uh, and I are really competitive towards each other. I'm like, Hey, let's download PGA 2K21. It was a PlayStation plus game a couple of months ago. Let's download it. Let's play some golf. So we played three lots of 18 holes and I smashed him in all of them. Eat so dick. good. Love it. Love it. So how, how, like, how are you feeling after decimating your friend in golf? Ah, it's fine. Yeah. He 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 quickly reminded me the last time the last time we picked up a game like this we were playing UFC three oh. and he absolutely demolished me so yeah well oh, so fine. so is, so is there a what's the go, do you have a running total or is it just a week to week thing? Well, it's probably we're in the long run we're we're probably broken even okay that's not too bad because ge- generally we'll each pick a game that one of us is clearly better at. <laughs> and then, you know. Yeah, ton of fun. But one of the games you did mention is Rainbow Six Extraction. So both Max and I have been spending time with that title. Thanks to Ubisoft Australia. Uh, so this week, you're actually able to see a new kind of episode that we're delivering. And it's something that we've been, we've been bullshitting about for the longest time. But it's finally come to fruition and it'll be happening this year. It's called More The Players. Because every PlayStation podcast has a supplementary show for some reason. And we ain't going to kick the trend. So we have For The Players and we have More The Players. The idea behind More The Players, it's an extra episode where we can deep dive into something. Where we can have a review that hits embargo. We can uh, really, you know tackled down in like a spoiler cast or something it's a, just a, an extra bit of expression outside of the main format that we normally do here on for the players so it, it, it's uh it looks to be a bit of fun but as i said max for those that haven't seen it on youtube and the podcast feed hope you have um where's what's your thoughts now post review 
So obviously I've spent a little bit more time with it now and I've had a bigger pool of people to play this game with because at its core it is essentially a cooperative shooter and it does, it does play uh, way better with the full group of three as opposed to playing it solo. It is playable solo, but I do find that it is designed to be, to be played with, with more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my stance on the game still stands. The game's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm playing it in very different ways depending on which group I'm playing with. Uh, so my main group, we, we are very tactical. Lots of voice communication. Everything gets pinged as we move forward. Even if we're the only one around to deal with that enemy, we'll ping it regardless. Like, hey, I've got some guys over here. They're like, yep, no worries. I'm a bit too far away. You know, be careful. Don't engage too... Uh, don't don't go too deep because we're not going to be able to get to you if you go down. Yeah. Um, it's very tactical. And then when I play with the likes of you and and and, and Padge from Player Two, Padge just goes balls to the wall. He forgets <laughs> that he doesn't have silences on his guns. He claims that there's a, a bug where he his gun doesn't stop shooting. It's just you know <laughs> one thing leads to another, and all of a sudden every there's a party and everyone in the levels invited. <laughs> so. Um, but my, my, my main group, we are now exclusively playing on the second difficulty tier level. Mm-hmm. Uh, we essentially have three operators each that we kind of rotate through. Cause obviously once your operator gets injured or either, uh, killed or injured. And this is, this it, is an agreed become, three. So no one, no one doubles up. There are no double ups. Um, and they all are interchangeable. So all of them work with each into like with, uh, with each other in the group, Beautiful. which is fine. Um, yeah, it's 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 been really good. So we're we're sitting on about three level six to seven operators now. So we can we jump up to that extra difficulty level, um, and that adds uh, on occasion some extra um, modifiers for the level. Uh, we played one last night where all the enemies drop that sludge as they're moving, so mm-hmm. it slows you down. That's annoying. I mean, you, obviously you can just shoot it and it clears right up, but it's still. Adds, extra it takes step. time, take extra rounds. Extra yeah, so but the game, the game uh, again, like we mentioned, it's brilliant, brilliantly designed. The sound design of it is absolutely fantastic, which it which it needs to be. Uh, it has fantastic visualization of the audio design mm-hmm. in the in in the fact that it has pings and and on your heart it'll show you uh, footsteps. It shows explosions. It show like it gives you those different types so you know what's going on. Um, if you do have um, accessibility issues, they're there. They've got them covered. Um, I do find that the levels do tend to get a little bit samey, um, but that's the case when there's uh, three levels, uh, three separate tiers to each level. They're different enough, but once you've played them a few times, you do get the layout pretty easily, and then you can kind of... It, it, uh, there's there's a 15 minute timer on each of the objectives. You'll find that when you first play through, you're getting pretty close to that 15 minutes. Now we've got them down to a tidy five, six, seven minute run, yep. and you can get through. So you do get that familiarity, which is good. Uh, but at the same time, I can see it possibly overstaying its welcome in the long run. See, I would so agree- as long as you're as long as you're ch- chopping and changing the levels a bit, and you're not constantly grinding out that one area sure but if you're especially in the early game when you've got to get those milestones to unlock the next levels i i could see how it could um 
it could get a bit long in the tooth. So I completely agree with you, actually, especially in those those back end comments. So one thing that I am experiencing, I'm experiencing the the, the repetitiveness of it. So mm-hmm. it's unlike yourself who uh, loves repetitive gameplay, whether it be like Destiny or any of those sort of loot games. The idea is you run the same room a thousand times. Um, and then just the idea is to get better at it. For me, that kind of stays its welcome really, really fast. Um, so when 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 there is no dynamics in the in the level except for more enemies or varying enemies, that's it. Like the layout's exactly the same. I kind of get bored. Like visually, I just go, uh, it's the same, you know. And yeah. then because the game has a very limited color palette as well, it's mostly grays and yellow. Like it it does kind of have that disadvantage where it all blends together. No matter what, like you're in a museum, you're in a police station, you're over here, and it's like it's all blurring together for me. I'm sorry. So having playing with that team is by far the best way to play it. The game does support solo play, which is what I primarily will do, mostly because I try to sync up with friends where I can, but I find myself playing solo because of just my commitments. And like, unlike The Division 2, which I was able to play completely solo, uh, because the game itself isn't built on being a multiplayer game, it's built on being a game with multiplayer in it, where this is built solely as a multiplayer game, so it's got, I'm it's I'm gonna I'm at a disadvantage. I can't really. It's comparing apples to oranges a little bit, uh, but it's it's look it's still very very good. I'm still enjoying myself with it as someone that doesn't have that strong connection to Siege, and like I'm I can enjoy it for that. Like the levels do feel like just extended Siege maps because it's once again it's one big location broken broken up into a, a number of smaller points so as you said like you will experience the same because it is the same um the operators are cool there are some that kind of feel like i don't really know what you're supposed to do but i'm glad you're here i think you know there, there are some that are significantly better than others yeah yeah like especially like vastly better especially in siege there are some that are really good at gathering intel which is handy in this game because as you scan the are- as you scan the arena and you go there's an enemy there's a nest there your objectives there whatever but eventually once you start knowing the level the objectives tend to appear in the same location mm-hmm. like if you're going in and rescuing someone that's been MIA as your character's been taken out of action from a previous round they're probably in the one location so you really can almost steam run it to there and go uh uh-huh, 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 found you thank you and then you boot on out or move on to the next area whatever um, and like these are just sort of further additions to my original thought process. It's not adding any more negatives to it or anything. It is just a circumstance of, oh, okay, cool. Well, now that I've played enough, there's a couple more things that are coming through. Uh, I am seeing more and more uh, uh, levels, which is good. Uh, I feel that I've seen almost every objective because um, there's 12 of them, 15 of them, I believe. 15, and I think, there yeah. are some that appear to appear at later difficulties. So I suspect the reason I'm seeing so many of the repeats is because there's some that are blocked off to my difficulty level. And I imagine I will see them in the future. Like an, an anomaly is one of them from memory uh, and just things I didn't see until I started jacking up the difficulty. Jack, jack, jacking up the difficulty, really bad call when you buy yourself, by the way. Really bad call. I got fucking monstered. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so essentially what the difficulty tier does is it adds more of the... Um, essentially more enemies will spawn, but more of the enemy types will also spawn. So it gives the it gives it a chance to spawn... Uh, I think it's at the, at the third difficulty. 
every single archetype of the enemy is available to spawn inside any given level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then from the second difficulty up, there's a percentage chance that there will be a mutation modification inside the level, whether it be uh, what I mentioned before with the uh, enemies drop the, the slowing sludge when they're moving. So all the enemies tend to patrol and then they're just leaving trails behind them, which is frustrating. There's one with like... Um, those little yellow spores, there'll yeah. just be more of them and they tend to hide them right behind doorways so you can't see them. You walk through the door and then all of a sudden there's just a gas explosion on you. That's that's always fun. And then obviously with the high difficulty, um, I believe friendly fire is also introduced. Yeah, which which is kind of horrifying. Um, you know, when you just sort of running around shooting things and stuff, it's, uh, you know, you just kind of just frantic. Like there were times that we would cross each other's paths and go... <gasps> And then forget the friendly fire's not on, so it turns out to be okay. But this is a game that I'm certainly not going to remove from my PS5. Um, I think I'll keep it around, and I'll probably just come to it every once in a while. Like, I don't... Due to its its repetitious nature, I don't see myself being like, I'm going to play this every day for the next three months. Mind you, I don't have the attention span to do that. But... um, like I just I think it'll it'll hang around and I might be like hey Max you're up for some siege uh, sorry up for some extraction etc maybe we'll kick at it for a little bit maybe I'll give it a weekend here and there but I still enjoy my time with enough that I might run a couple of levels and then go and then bounce out for the night so it's still very very good but anyway, as I said, thank you to Ubisoft Australia for providing us the review code for Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, it's available now on your, your PlayStation of choice, PS5, PS4, as well as other things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> has there been anything else you played this week? Um, I picked. I played a little bit more Assassin's Creed Valhalla last oh, night. Oh, the backlog game. Obviously being the, the, the big honking backlog game, so I... Churned out about three, four missions, did a few raids, upgraded my township a little bit. Didn't feel like I actually made any progress and then bounced. I was in a weird mood last night. I was playing a lot of different stuff. I played some Astrobot, played some Assassin's Creed Valhalla, played some Rocket League, played some... Yeah, played a bit of everything. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't decide on what I wanted to play. And so outside of extraction, like I've had a really, really busy week at work. So I kind of come mm-hmm. home and just go, Ugh. so like, I, there's not really been a lot of time for me for, that I've allocated to playing games outside of playing Extraction. So I haven't dived into any of my backlog games, whether it be Insound Mind, Horizon, which I need to get to because Forbidden West comes out in three weeks. I'm like, fuck. So I'm going to jump on that. You're, right, you're super running out of time, man. Yeah. You're like, yeah, three, three-ish weeks. I'm going to start. Yeah. I'm, once we finish recording here, I'm going to punch it in a little bit. Do you have the Do you have the Frozen Wilds expansion? Yeah, I, I bought the. I bought the. I so we originally got a, the game mm. on disc for a review from PlayStation back in the day. Then we were given a review code for, for Frozen Wilds, and then the complete edition was free. Um, I don't know. I bought it when it was five dollars. Yeah, yeah, I bought it for like eight bucks or something <laughs> a while ago. But I'm pretty sure the complete edition's free for anyone that wants it. Or, mm. or at least the base game is. If you know, yeah, I think it's part of the PlayStation collection. And it's not. It was handed out for free as part ah. of the COVID play at home. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so there's no way to play it. But yeah, I'm just going to sit down and have to do it. Um, do I remember where I was up to last? No. Will this be that? Will, will this have to be the fourth time I've started the game again? Possibly. Um, we'll see how I go on that decision. But. <laughs> 
Uh, he'd be up uh, and really sat down and played a whole lot. Um, I, I watched Scream 3 this week. That was interesting. I watched Eternals. It only took me four attempts. How, how, speaking of four, yeah, speaking of four attempts, how, how was Eternals? Are you good? That was fine. Yeah. It was about 45 minutes too fucking long. Yeah, gross. But it was it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a show. Uh, before before we get into the main part of the show, let's get into the session we call uh, our get less fat update. For those who don't know, this show uh, uh, this show is supported is powered by the Man Shake. It's a meal replacement shake that I am an ambassador for. I have lost over forty kilos using the meal replacement shake. Max is on 15 plus. He started last year. I started the year before. And we have this sh- this part of the show where we keep ourselves accountable. We look back at the week that's been and be like, how did we go? Did we follow our diet? Did we do whatever, whatever? Just to sort of keep us on track. Now, Max, last week you mentioned, all right, I've had my time off over the break. It's now for me to get back in the swing of it, get back in the momentums. Did you, in fact, get back in the momentums? A spoiler alert, no, I didn't. Oh, I, was pretty bad. I was pretty bad this week. Uh, I'm still hitting all the, like, my step goals and stuff for the day. Well, that's cheating because your job helps you do that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the perks of not having a desk job. True. To get to walk around a lot. As if I'm with but a no. desk job, it's poo. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't gotten back onto it yet. Uh, I've been meaning to, but I've kind of uh, just been uh, this lack of discipline and like, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then all of a sudden, you know, a bag of M&M brownies is down and I'm feeling pretty good. The M&M brownies, <laughs> they weren't that great. I thought they were going to be better, the M&M brownies. And I left them in my fridge too long and they were fucking rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what you get for trying to cheat and eat candy. Yeah, look, I'm in a similar space. I, <laughs> I'm still at the same weight that I was after Christmas. So I ended up gaining about three kilos back uh, after Christmas. Or through Christmas, I should say. And I haven't gained any more, but I've also been a little bit lax. Like once again, work is just exhausting me. So I haven't gone to the gym in two weeks, three weeks maybe. And uh, my body is feeling it. I feel like shit. Um, And then just eating poorly, just not poorly, but just not like I'm still doing my shakes near on every day. But like today I went out and about and ate some food I probably shouldn't have. Uh, You know, yesterday I probably- hot dogs. What, sorry? Did you get some Costco hot dogs? No, because they're fucking gross. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, no, so yeah, we, you know, catching with my dad and stuff, we went and all had got lunch, you know, with with the family and him, uh, and stuff like that. So it's it's not been awesome, but like I can I can tell that my body is not liking it for one. I can mm. f- genuinely feel it in my insides, going. Oh, I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. So I do have to get back, and I I'm gonna have to make time to go to the gym, and if that means that like if my schedule's not going to get busy and I'm ending my day super fatigued, I'm going to have to go in the morning. And that's scary because I fucking hate the morning. But if Maybe I... Maybe that's how you become a morning person. <sighs> yeah, potentially. But I don't want to. You just got to start running to work. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's close enough. I could probably fang, fang it if I tried. But... Get, uh, get, like a, get like a weight vest and just run to work. <laughs> Well, that'd be horrible. I could barely run when I was fat. And now I've got to re-put that weight back on. Gross. Anyways, 
Look, if you want to do better than Mo, both Max and I this week, you can. There is a link in the description. It's bitly b b b bitly bit ly slash ftp manshake. Click that link. You takes you to the manshake website where you can have a look at what's available. You don't even have to buy anything. Just clicking the link helps us. Uh, helps by supporting us. Lets the manshake know that we are helping them out a little bit uh, and making me look like a good ambassador. Um, uh, no word on the manscaped yet. Ladies and gentlemen, well, we talked about them uh, last episode because we got an email from them. Have, haven't sent, I didn't have, still haven't sent a reply. I'm shit. Oh, mate. I'm on, a reply. I'm on it. I'll get on it tonight. I'll get on it tonight. All right. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, sending me messages. <laughs> yeah, because you, yeah, you looked at it once. You're like, what do they do have? And you were getting cookied like a bastard. It, I, got, I looked at it once and now Facebook's just like, so. So your ball's very I, hairy. I, you got a hairy ball sack. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> and now that Facebook has heard me say Harry Ballsack, that's all I'm going to get. Thanks. Algorithm <laughs> isn't amazing. Anyways, let's get into the section called Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Well, Ryan, let's kick things off with the PlayStation wrap up. Everyone does them. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it took Sony an extra month, but we got there in the end. So the wrap-up begins by sharing the total number of hours you have played games across your PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 systems in 2021. For those playing at home, I played a total of 1,011 oh, hours. smash me, I got 587. Uh, it then follows this up with the top five most played games of the year and has fun facts like trophies earned and new titles played throughout the year. So... My, my breakdown is basically 750 hours on PS5, 270 hours on PlayStation 4. Uh, an equal split of online and offline play. Interesting. I played a total of 43 games this year, apparently. So that's obviously a little biased because um, I do play a lot of games on the Pop C account. For, yep, for what most of the games that we've reviewed, you played on the Pop C account. So that's probably um, an incorrect, re incorrect reflection. I got one platinum this year. It was Ratchet and Clank on the Pop C account. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my top five games this year were Destiny Two with two hundred and eighty hours, Diablo Two with two hundred and four hours, Rocket League with one hundred and sixty, Call of Duty Black Ops with seventy five hours, and lastly Grand Theft Auto Five because apparently it has to be on every list. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so break my down yeah 587 was my total hours uh 273 on the ps4 314 on the ps5 so more time on my ps5 than on my ps4 which makes sense um i guess because you're playing a lot of ps4 games on your ps5 is probably how why it would skew that way um only seven percent of my time was online which makes yeah, checks out. So I played. I played for three hundred. I played a game three hundred and eight days of three hundred and sixty-five, which is pretty impressive. Um, but it says I played zero hours in in PSVR, which I know to be inaccurate because I spent like six hours in. Uh, I expect you to die. Yeah, I played um, uh, Doom. Was it Doom? VR? Yeah, Doom Three VR. Oh, I played that on the Pop Seeker. Hey, uh, I played a total of seventy-four different games last year. Nice. Which which is a better reflection. Now a number of them are probably games I play with my kids and weren't all like review games. Uh, my top five for the year. Number one was Red Dead uh, Redemption Two, fifty two hours. Now I liked it because I spent a lot of time in Red Dead Online with friend of the show Craig. Outriders were forty one hours because I smashed the fuck out of that game. Far Cry Six, 
41. So equals second for Far Cry. Uh, four was Immortals Phoenix Rising, which doesn't make sense because I finished that at the back end of last year. Mm. But then I think I think I went back went back at the start of the year and smashed out more of it. I guess to I think I tried to get the platinum and I just realized I couldn't do it, so I gave up. Uh, and then number five was Ben Ten Power Trip for twenty seven hours, which means my son smashed the living shit out of Ben Ten Power Trip. Um, so I did, I did get the I platinum played- on that though. I think. All you're telling me is that I played Rocket League for more time than you played all of your top five games combined. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and I and I earned 482 trophies. In well, I got 347 trophies. Nice. How the hell do you get so many trophies when you're just playing the same old games over and over again? That's impressive. I'm just that good. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I think I technically cheated with Destiny 2 because all of the trophies repopped. Ah, for the PS5 version? I got another platinum for the PS5 version. So that was the one platinum that I actually earned. Yeah, I got like a cut. I think I got two or three platinums last year, which is... And then, yeah, obviously Ratchet and Clank, but that was on the Popsy account. Yeah. I love doing these things, man. It's fun to break it down. Uh, it's 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 a cool little way to look at, you, at your year. Um, it was It's way better than my Spotify wrapped, which was The Wiggles. Hey, The Wiggles just won the hottest 100, mate. Like, you're, you're with the cool kids. <laughs> Um, next up, we have this some is, good news. This I'm I'm going to leave this one to the end. Ah, okay. I'm going to leave the big one to the end. So, so do you want me to jump into this next one? Then, since it's good yeah, news. Yeah, sure. For well, me. since it's good news for you, let's I'll let you jump into it. All right. So the next one here is uh, Hogwarts Legacy. So a game that I picked last year for my uh, uh, for my list, my draft list, didn't happen. You and I negotiated the deal. I had to bring it onto this year's list. Then the rumor mill last week was it ain't coming out. It's coming out 2023 at best. It appears to not be the case. The Harry Potter official website, The Wizarding World, has updated a new post with a year ahead stating that Hogwarts Legacy is coming this year. But what's interesting about this is this is on the back of it essentially being like, nah, these guys are fucked. Like, it is not coming out this year. It is looking really, really rough. Now, you and I have discussed about how this game is going to have a lot of difficulty when it comes to just marketing the game, especially on, off the, on the back of J.K. Rowling and all her challenges that she's been doing the last couple of years uh, and how that will reflect on the game. But you a big they, Harry they, Potter fan, me a missed, Harry Potter they, fan. They missed such an opportunity because obviously that, you know, at the start of this year, HBO did their, what was it? Their big anniversary reunion episode. Mm. And that would have been a great time to be like, hey everyone's back on that hype train a little bit let's you know but obviously they don't have it ready because otherwise no. you know it, it's a no-brainer to release it now um it is concerning because obviously the, the the rumor mill was yes it wasn't it was they were having development development issues and it wasn't going to be pushed back to 20, 2023 and that was from colin moriarty on sacred symbols you know and not, he not exactly- not exactly a um, unreliable source. Yeah, like, unreliable source. He's so. a dude. He, like he knows what's up. Uh, so I he- know that I know that shortly after that episode, I believe Warner Brothers Brazil's Twitter page uh, posted something about it. Definitely that it was coming out this year. Um, but it was weird that it was a localized Brazil account, not mm. just the Warner Brothers Games account. And then obviously, yes, the the Wizarding World website has been updated to sh- to uh, with like a a roadmap for the year essentially and it does have hogwarts legacy on it now that doesn't mean that it's not going to get delayed no. that means they they are aiming for a 2022 release which i think they have to because 
it already got delayed out of 2021. So... Yeah, and, like, for me personally, like, I need it uh, to be... I just need. I, I need, I need it. I need the win. All right. I need it to just not be a zero. <laughs> as long as it's not a zero, you'll be fine. Yeah, as long as it's anything but a, but a zero, but a zero. All right, let's get into the big one. This is the should, big I, one. should I just should I just do quick bits and we'll just back end it with yeah. The... There's quick bits and we'll back end it with this. So um, quick bits. WWE 2K22 trailer has dropped with a launch date of the 11th of March. So now, does this. Does this tickle your pickle, Ryan? As the wrestling fan in me, it does. Have you have you pre-ordered the Rey Mysterio edition for the mask? No, I have not. So, a couple reasons for this. A, I'm excited, mostly because I they had the year off, and I want to see how they fix this game. Right? WWE 2K20 was fucked. It was fucked. And I was really devastated. Because like that was one of the first years that I got a couple of first two years that I got really into wrestling again, uh, and I was like, "Give me some good game," and it disappointed me something hard. The challenge that I have now is I don't watch WWE anymore. I stopped watching in about September, uh, mostly because the storylines are poo. They have fired over a hundred nights different st- different talent and employees in a pandemic. Uh, and it's just bad creative and they treat their employees poorly and it's just not good. Like it's not good. It's not good content. It's not good stuff to watch. So I've stepped away, but this trailer, this trailer, it, as the slogan says, it hits different. And I think it did like the trailer hit different. They had superstars in there. They had Australia's Rhea Ripley. They had Bianca Belair, they had The New Day, you know, they had Bobby Lashley, like, they've got, you know, Matt Riddle. Like, they start, they did pull in names, like, Taker's in there as well. They've got Tim the Tatman, for those that, you know, previously have Twitch, now of YouTube. Like, there's a different energy in this trailer compared to, at least, even to 2K20, right? And it looks good. Like, the game looks tidy. Like, the footage looks great, like at least from what they're showing now 2k20 looked okay in the trailer but if you broke the trailer down it really started falling apart under the weight of itself i i am tentatively curious i'm like let's see where it goes um i will i will do like we have previously i will endeavor to get a review copy through 2k as we've done in the last handful of years um but like I'm not going to rush out and buy the collector's edition because it just comes with a Rey Mysterio mask, which isn't that exciting for me specifically. Uh, where previous, like last year, uh, so two, in 20, uh, it came with a uh, framed, signed Kurt Angle picture. And, you know, Kurt Angle, big fan. So I was very happy to get that signed Kurt Angle picture. To me, that was that was worth the dollar reduce to begin with. The game was shit ass, but I liked the picture. Rey Mysterio isn't, isn't enough for me to want to uh to pay the extra um yes yeah, so i'll wait on that one um i'm sure once we get more previews and stuff coming through that's what we'll get excited um i'll do what i can and if we can bring it into the young and the wrestlers as well that would be ideal as well which we'll try to do ghostwire tokyo may have had its release date leaked set for march 24th there's no way that game's coming out in three months so um the the image that that's been doing the online is basically a ps5 store window and you know how uh in the bottom right hand corner underneath the the game thumbnail it it has a a release date sitting in there says 24th of march 
does look fairly legitimate, but obviously take it with a grain of salt. Two months is like, we, look at how they marketed the living fuck out of Deathloop for like 19 years. And they're going to go two months on Ghostwire Tokyo? Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Uh, next up, Battlefield 2042 could potentially be going free to play after poor performance on PlayStation consoles. Everyone has pooed on this game so hard. And like, it's scary if they have to go free to play now. Did mm. you check it out? I did. Uh, yeah. I've, I've never been a... In the, in the Battlefield Call of Duty one or the other I've always been a Call of Duty guy compared to a Battlefield guy see I liked Battlefield back in the day like Bad Company 2 instantly sold me I loved the multi of Bad Company 2 um, the really like squad focused uh, not relying on one man just running a whole team like you had to work together it was a ton of fun I spent a lot of time in that game uh, Battlefield 3 I enjoyed but not as much but like yeah Bad Company 2 was the peak of it for me and it kind of went from then on alright Max this is what we. This is the big, the big, the big chungus of news. Oh, you don't want me to say the last little bit of quick. Oh, yeah, we'll do that and then we'll get into it. <laughs> Sony stock has recently lost twenty billion dollars worth of value after a certain Microsoft deal. And that's what we're talking about now. <laughs> this week, I was woken up to my phone going off because, in what originally seemed like a fake article, I looked at it. And I'm like. That can't be real. It's like 5.30 in the morning. I had one eye open. I was staring at Twitter. I was like, that can't be real. Can't be real. This week, Microsoft, Xbox, purchased Activision Blizzard King for $68.7 billion. So it's a deal that closes in 2023. And it will give them, yeah, they will own all like those three companies, that, that, the joint company that includes all their IP, Call of Duty, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Tony Hawk, Guitar Hero, Starcraft, uh, the list goes the on. The list goes Can- on. Yeah. Candy Crush. The list goes on and on and on. This brings up a lot of different... Before we jump into the nitty-gritty of what we've bought, what you've put in the news here, I think we should talk about where we stand from it and then we can probably flesh it out with some more information. The For me, I was quite... I wasn't frustrated by the news itself, but I was frustrated to the response on social media. So my beef was that everyone's was, was, response was through that myopic lens of... I don't fucking play Call of Duty. I don't play Activision games. Ah, it ain't gonna affect me. I'm like, it's not about you, dude. This is big picture shit. I don't play Activision games. I don't play... I I play literally no Blizzard games. None. I don't play any King games. I don't play Candy Crush. But for me, this... This is horrifying. Because 68.7 billion dollars is a gdp of a small company of a small country i should say like it is scary not only just the dollar value alone but what we're seeing here is the further continued consolidation of the gaming industry 
where we people were looking over at Tencent buying out buying out company on company on company or getting majority shake majority share stakeholders. Yes, yes, I got there in the end. Majority shares of companies. People are getting a little bit itty. You'll be shitty about it. Embrace a group buying mid-tier low-level studios up the wazoo no one says shit but if they do they're like should we worry about this probably should microsoft for the second time buys a massive publisher everyone raises their hands and claps oh well done microsoft well done yeah shout out to capitalism people should be concerned this direction for the game industry is not good for the industry as a whole. It is a continued potential race to the bottom in the same way that we saw uh, of like, you know, microtransactions, etc. right? Because right now, everyone's going to be racing to buy as many studios as they can, therefore eliminating competition, eliminating all the things that makes it good. Now, from a customer perspective, this is potentially fantastic if you own an Xbox. Because they're like, oh, Call of Duty coming to Games Pass? Fuck yeah. Every Activision game forever coming to Game Pass? Fuck yeah. That's good. But I, I also don't see Game Pass as a truly reflectively good thing for the industry. Personally. And this week, there were communications around from uh, PlayStation and from Xbox stating that, hey, we will, we will honor our contractual agreements with, you know, with PlayStation. So, you know, for our contracted timeframe or whatever. And hey, our intent is to honor those deals. We ain't going to do it. Microsoft have demonstrated that they talk out of both sides of their mouth when it comes to exclusivity. At the beginning of this generation, when they were losing... If you want to look at it from a win, a win lose some, right? When they were losing, game quote Phil Spencer, gaming is for everyone. The whole premise, the the reason that they that they have games on PlayStation on PC and Xbox, is the idea that everyone should be able to play games. But the second they can, they throttled that market. They spat in the face of that sentence. I mean, games are for everyone if we own them. You know, like, you know, they're like, hey, we're, you know, this is because the concern here is everything that they own now can become exclusive. Once again, the irony of that comes from PlayStation are run by their brilliant exclusives. So I, I can understand the irony of us going exclusives are awesome. Exclusives are great. But these games were exclusive from day dot. They weren't originally third party, now exclusive. Like you are literally taking away shit from the overall masses. Uncharted never on anything else ghost uh, you know uh, ghost, of ghost of Tsushima never on anything else etc right you know so like that, that that is baffling in the same way like Marvel Spider-Man I guess Spider-Man games have been on other consoles but it's different because it's not the it's not the same series of games and for me like all this is really demonstrating is the wrong attitude that microsoft have now admittedly i'm a believer in the old the old system which is you know like you buy a console and you you know you buy the games you want like i'm not into i'm not into the subscription model the delivery you know as a, as a service that microsoft are planning on doing i like the old system personally right 
So I've got my I forgot my point there. Where was I going? Oh yes. So what we're seeing here is the, exactly what what Xbox have done across the board. Microsoft have done across the board. Sony, and we've seen this recently, have picked up the likes of Fire Sprite and Housemark and you know Nixus and like all and like even back in Naughty Dog and even uh, Insomniac probably not so much, but like you look at old studios that they've picked up. They've grown them. They bought them in-house when they were nobodies and helped grow them to be something amazing. Naughty Dog, Guerrilla Games wasn't something, wasn't the amazing studio that it is when they bought them. They built them and nourished them. Where Microsoft, they just go, they, they've, they've literally just gone and bought shit. But they've bought but, tainted studios. Yeah, they've no, bought that, studios that is true. That are well past their prime that haven't turned out a great game in like three fucking generations. Very, very true. But the point is, like, rather than foster their own their own brilliant games, they just went. I'm just going to buy the buy the great ones. It's truly like they are like with I guess with Sony and their their sort of Japanese heritage. It's a bit different. Microsoft being a, 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 a United States of America company, an American company. They're doing like we're gonna we're just gonna buy out the competition. Here's my money. Did we win? Have we won now? It's a, it's a completely different tactic, and it's capital. This is all capitalism, so I can't argue it in that sense. Capitalism is great in a number of ways. It's shit number of ways too. But for me, I, it shows the wrong thing. Even Sony, what they're doing now moving forward, they're not buying studios. They're buying exclusive agreements because, hey, you get to keep yourself as your, your own independent company. We're essentially agreeing a contract agreement for a, for a product. We aren't buying you out. It's the same reason that like Discord agreed to it with PlayStation, not with Xbox. Because Xbox wanted to buy them out, PlayStation paid to work with them. So you, just to, just to play devil advocate, yeah, please devil do. advocate here, would you have a problem if instead of pay, uh, instead of Microsoft paying $68.7 billion to them to just own them outright, that they just go, we're going to pay you X amount over X amount of years and you exclusively work for us, but we don't own you? I would agree with that completely. You'd be fine with all of Activision Blizzard stuff going exclusive as long as they didn't, quote, own them? Uh, yes. Because I would have to say yes, because like, once again, that's what Sony's doing. And it would, that would be hypo, hypo, hypocritical of me to say otherwise. The idea of them going, look, because it's someday we, we will see an Activision game on a PlayStation console again. Mm. You know, like it's just, it's just having an exclusive contract for a while, right? That's fine. I'm okay with that. I, you know, I have an exclusive contract with my workplace because I work there. And then there'll be a time when I don't work there anymore. You know what so- I mean? I'm in, I'm in two minds of this at the moment. Part of me doesn't think titles from Activision Blizzard are going to go exclusive purely for the fact that the, the vast majority of them are multiplayer games and it seems silly to wall those off. Uh, they don't have strong single player games, Activision Blizzard. Most of them are multiplayer and it seems weird to, you know, throw out an entire ecosystem to 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 just go take their ball and play over in that in that corner it's great for the people who are in the microsoft ecosystem yes they're going to get all this fun stuff on uh games pass they're going to get all that uh all that nonsense uh microsoft are going to get fantastic revenue from the likes of world of warcraft subscriptions now 
that's now going to help fund Games Pass and bring other stuff in. The... I hope, personally, that Sony don't retaliate by trying to buy a big publishing studio and development studio house. It doesn't... It goes against what they've been doing. Um... You know, and yes, Microsoft, you know, with the Bethesda deal, they're like, hey, we're going to keep stuff on, on, on PlayStation, don't don't stress. And then all of a sudden, Starfield is is exclusive. Elder, Elder, Scrolls, Scrolls, yeah. is, Elder Scrolls is rumored to be exclusive. But then you look back and, you know, they, they have kept their word in the pot. Minecraft is still running on everything. Yes. Or, yeah, or that- shit out of Mojang. Now, granted, it's a different, you know, it's a different fish, but it is theirs. They, they, you know, so it it'll be interesting to see what they do. I, look, I'm with you in the idea that yes, a lot of those games are multiplayer, and a Call of Duty, the great, like the largest subsect of individuals that play on play Call of Duty, play it on PlayStation. But I would argue that they only play it on PlayStation now because of the deal that PlayStation have to exclusivity of early maps game modes stuff like that because for the longest 360 time, call of duty was played primarily on 360 yeah because that's where the where that's where the pro league was the pro league was played on microsoft on 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 360 consoles because at the time 360 was a good console to to run those things on and that's where it lived it did jump ship in the next generation and uh you know we've seen the likes of the last few call of duty games have had exclusive game modes now they're timed exclusives um, and by the time that, that those oh, modes yeah, are available, the, ne- the next game is out. So no one's playing them anyway. I mean, to be fair, most of them are fucking terrible anyway. But, you know, that's that's why people are playing it on PlayStation consoles, because they don't have to wait that extra month to play the new DLC pack. They don't have to wait that extra year to play the, the mediocre game mode. And if Call of Duty keeps going the way it's going, let them have it. <laughs> It's, it's not great because that, like, that goes with your point much. right like both both elder sorry both Zenimax and uh and activision blizzard king they're they've been in hot water recently not activate Zenimax mostly because they've released shit they've released shit games but like activision blizzard king are on the back of these massive these massive uh sexual assault uh mistreatment allegations See, I guess because I don't think anything's anything's come out. This whole the whole stuff around Bobby Kodak in general um, has has obviously been a massive point this, of contention. This, this is just shit because it's given Bobby a way out. Yeah, it's given him a free out. Faith. So he's essentially yeah. going to be able to leave in 2023 uh, because they won't keep him on because it is dangerous. He, he is toxic, and they will let him go. So they'll he'll, they'll essentially let him walk out the door with a severance package and no repercussion for his actions or his knowingness of the shitness that Activision and, and Blizzard have been responsible for. That is one of that is one of the biggest things to come out of this, and is one of the shittest things to come out of this. And it's just it's absolutely insane absolutely insane but so there's something else I want to touch upon but like but did you want to mention anything about like because you, you were the one that brought up about them being tainted studios well well, he's just, just for reference too his severance pack, package is worth what Sony bought Insomniac Games for Jesus just, just, Christ just, just for context um, but yeah so they have bought essentially tainted studios a lot of these studios have been in, in, in trouble a lot of them have been pushed to the back burner to be essentially COD machines 
uh, just to help annualize that thing. The last three Call of Duties have been absolutely atrocious. This new one is horrible. Um, basic things are missing from it. You know, they're supposed to be on a three-year development cycle between Sledgehammer... Uh, um, Infinity Ward and... Infinity Ward and... Treyarch. Treyarch. Uh, Raven Studios has come in recently in the last two games to do the, the campaigns. Treyarch are now doing Call of Duty Zombies in every single game. They're no longer on a three-year cycle. Uh, Treyarch are supposed to be building this year's Call of Duty, and they still need to do last year's Zombies. There has been no update at all. Hmm since it came out there's still no story mode for the there's still no like story easter eggs for zombies which is one of the main reasons why people play that game uh you know diablo has been put diablo 4 has been pushed overwatch 2 pushed uh games for bob did fantastic and with the last crash bandicoot but then they got thrown as thrown in as a support studio to do whatever that the, they had to deal with and then vicarious visions like, being pulled off tony hawk to go work on uh the Diablo 2 remaster? Yep. Uh, the, the last StarCraft remaster that came out. Terrible. I mean, the Warcraft last, one. La, no, no. Uh, yeah, the, the Warcraft Reforged. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, the new World of Warcraft expansion. Terrible. They haven't had a good hit in such a long time. And, you know, the one pro to this deal is hopefully Microsoft can heal those studios back to what they can like back to what they do best they don't have to ho hopefully they won't have to annualize these things they can spend the time that they need to actually do what they need to get done to make their games better again mm. like that that is one of the pros to to being you know bought out by Microsoft is they now have that from from, from everything that's been shown online for this deal they're going to keep their own autonomy, but they will answer to Phil Spencer. Yeah, and that's one of my biggest problems is because Phil... If we look at how Xbox Game Studios has been operating, they haven't had a banger. Aside from aside from Halo Infinite, which hopefully is a, a, a turn for the future... I don't know, man. Forza, Forza's pretty fucking good. Sorry, and Forza as well. My apologies. <laughs> and Forza. Like, if we look back, there were years where there were like sixes, sevens at best, right? Aside from Forza. Forza was a guaranteed win because Forza is the is the, oh, is the line. Like, Gran Turismo 7's a little bit fucked if I look into compared but to that, what Forza does. You so know, my point thing, I'm making is they couldn't manage when they had a studio of like 11. Then they got 23. With the, with the ZeniMax purchase. And then they're now going to have like upwards of 40 studios under their belt. They couldn't manage the small number, even in the autonomy that ZeniMax and Activision Blizzard King will have. Will they, tr can they truly manage all that? I mean, we will have to wait and see. And additionally as well, like, because my greater concern here is this is very Disney-like. And this is, this is Disney acquiring Marvel and, you know, and Fox and everything that comes with it, right? And people are all, there's been mention around, oh, well, maybe the US government can like contest it and like, and overrule it. They can't because in that industry, like that, that the Activision Blizzard King can go, Microsoft can go to uh, the courts and be like, well, there's precedent because Disney did it. Because what, one of the biggest things they need to prevent is a complete, 
uh, ownership of the entire chain from manufacturer of the console to the software to the publishing you name it that for particular franchises for particular like runs they own every step of the pipeline journey because they have their own storefront which they control they own the publishers they own the studios they own the console everything about it which is the same as exclusive so when you're when you've then got a monop- a high percentage of the market because there's only like so many major publishers left and sony simply doesn't have the liquid money to do so the company itself is worth like a couple hundred billion dollars but they only have like 40 billion of liquid assets they have less liquid asset less liquid equity money etc for purchasing there was 20.8 billion less billion less than what they what they bought activision blizzard king for sony cannot retaliate microsoft because of the likes of surface and windows and office they will make that they will make that 70 billion dollars i'm rounding up which is interesting because i'm rounding up 1.3 billion dollars 2.3 billion dollars which is no fucking money you know it's, it's a lot of money to round up like that's substantial they will make that money back before the ink hits the page for this deal oh yeah they'll have made yeah they'll they'll have made it they'll have made that money back by the time they close in fiscal 2023 insane insane so like for me it is that precedent it is the danger that this will have on the industry at large that's just me once again but i would have this exact same reaction if sony were the one that did it if we get news next week that sony bought capcom i'd be like that's not good it's not good man because like that oh, t- someone someone should buy konami though no <laughs> please no no someone should buy the ip from konami not konami they should buy the ip that okana that konami holds that True. is the answer the answer isn't buying the whole chain it's buying part of it but then, then they could get that sweet pachinko money yeah. <laughs> i think right, i'm in the minority i think i'm in the minority of the thoughts around this at least from the echo chambers that i'm seeing on online like granted a couple of individuals of like you know friends of the show that are in in the business as well like they're seeing the the scary tea leaves here uh but from from at least from the general populace they're like fuck you playstation (laughs) i only want to pay nine bucks a month and be able to play everything that i want not a sustainable business model my friend now like look at all the overhead that they're gonna have to pay now it's ridiculous games pass game pass is not going to be enough to pay for all that like granted game pass is already running as a loss leader for sure it has to be there's no way it's making profit it's not just xbox that need to make this money back it's microsoft as a whole which will do this easily yeah They, they have that luxury of being able to do shit like this because xbox for the most part is not a huge earner in the grandscape of microsoft mm. whereas for sony it PlayStation is. is huge they're not making their money on tvs and fridges and no one anymore. buys walkmans anymore yeah sony so... ericsson isn't a company i don't think no one wants an ericsson phone <laughs> so however fair, no one wants it... windows phones either so that's no, true however look <laughs> 
for us <laughs> as content creators especially around playstation this is going to be fun to cover because we're going to see how sony decide to claw back if they choose to like watching the industry it's going to make our lives harder in some ways we might have to pick up i might have to buy an xbox i mean i already have one yeah. i'm good to go <laughs> but it, it's at least going to make good content for us to, to talk about and and yeah. engage in and have fun which i guess is part of it we'll, we'll always have something to say which is just mm. interesting speaking of having something to say let us know what you think of this activision blizzard king purchase by microsoft it, 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 uh, are you as cynical about it as me are you as uh the sky is falling like me or you're like yeah like max hopefully this all turned into a new tony hawks game on xbox uh, <laughs> look uh, honestly as long as it's a new tony hawks game i'm, I'm good to go <laughs> look ideally i don't see it happening i, I would imagine I, I would like to see microsoft go let's put on everything or give us game pass on playstation yeah and it's like we we did try to make make something happen it, they didn't want to play ball yeah because like you can you can have this if this happens you didn't want this to happen therefore you don't get this so and no one can see my hand gestures because my mic it's in my because my camera's too high up but yeah if you want this you have to get this and if you don't want this this will fuck off yeah <laughs> so and that might be the negotiation point i think and that's scary but anyway you, you didn't want cross play have games pass <laughs> let us know what you think though it's, it is a massive one massive massive one. Oh, i'm exhausted just like just thinking well, about it we don't have a top 10 list of ga- best-selling games here in australia this week uh the last one was posted i believe at the start of the new year but we do have some upcoming title for you it's T- the wait, t- title title upcoming title uh, it's the artful escape coming to playstation 4 and playstation 5 january 25th okay. i'm sure there's more coming out than that that's all i could find <laughs> uh anyways thank you everyone for joining in this week's episode although we couldn't do it live because of trust not trusting the internet etc it's always a ton of fun to still do the show Max, and as always, everyone. Oh, this also, place- next oh. week will need to be. We won't. It will be a Saturday because the wedding is a Friday. Ooh, ooh, back to Saturdays. That's fun. I should. Yeah, I don't think I've got plans. It should be fun. Sweet. Yeah, I totally forgot. Because cool. I was like, I was like, yeah, who fucking has weddings on a Friday? Try. Right. I. Some friends of mine got married on Thursday a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's married on Thursday. Fucking, they're, yeah. like, they're like long weekend man it's like no I'm gonna, some of us have to work every Friday. week yeah what the fuck <laughs> anyway this playstation conversation happens every monday morning at 8am on podcast services including apple Podcasts and spotify and 9am on those youtubes if you'd like to take part in future conversations with us come and check out our socials facebook discord instagram and twitter all of those links can be found in the description below if you want to join us as the conversation happens head over to twitch.tv slash the pop cultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and come be part of the show if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you are on podcast services be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review which you can, which you can now do on spotify as well uh if you are on youtube be sure to like subscribe leave a comment below we endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us find Financially, you can at patreon.com slash which we should mention we did get a new patreon 
uh, supporter this week. Shane Bailey, Magic Cast, friend of the show, jumped in. $7, one absolute legend. I'm going to kiss him on the mouth when I see him. And of course, the That's merchandise store, popculture.com says shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Besson. I'm Microsoft owned Max Cooper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that was for the players. <laughs>